Tommy, I have a hot take. Yeah, you just. Told I know me this is the first you're hearing here. about this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that interesting, but I just thought of this just now. Let's hear about it. I have a hot take. Um, the Lego Harry Potter sets are cooler and more interesting than the Lego Star Wars sets. Wow, is that? Are you a bigger fan of Harry Potter than Star Wars? I am definitely. Do you think that plays into it? I mean, maybe, but I think it's like a lot of the Star Wars sets are like ships, you know? Yeah. But like with Harry Potter, you could build like actual huge buildings and stuff. And I think I just get more satisfaction out of that. Yeah, I could I could see that. I think the thing with Star Wars, though, is because there's just like a bunch of ships and tanks and whatever the hell they have. Like, if you put them all together, it literally looks like there's like an all-out war of Star Wars pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Harry Potter, there's what, just like buildings? and. Well, here's people? the thing, right? I built, so for Christmas, I got part of the castle, the astronomy tower. Yeah. But you can get the other parts of the castle and then they all combine and then you can make the whole castle. If you buy all uh, the sets, which is if you buy all the sets, you can make the whole castle. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Are you gonna do that? Are you planning on doing that? I mean, they're expensive, so maybe over the course of like three or four years I will. But yeah. Not anytime soon. But yeah. I built the first one and it was really, really fun. And so it's got me thinking. I'm on the Lego website right now before you joined our Zoom call. And uh, I was just looking at all the all the sets. And it's going to be a while before I buy one because they're like literally $90. <laughs> so Once, uh, um, how about this? I have no job. On a yearly, <laughs> yeah. On a yearly basis, we'll send out a, uh, a picture on the socials of um, your... Of my Hogwarts castle. Yeah, the Hogwarts castle in uh like to see how, <laughs> how, how far along you've gotten. Yeah. It was really fun. It was so fun <laughs> building that big thing. I got a um I have like a lighting kit for it that my parents got me. Yeah. But you have to like kind of rip the whole thing apart again to wire it, so I have to do that sometime. Lighting kit like like for the castle? Yeah. It like it's lights like, up. Yeah, it's like these LED lights. It's not oh, like a cool. Lego thing. It's like another company that does it. But it's like but, recommended or something, or yeah, yeah, it just looks cooler. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna set that up. Um. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been kind of interesting this past like week. I've been so, I don't know what to do with myself because Christmas just came, you know, and uh. I have so much I can do now because of <laughs> Christmas. So like it's been a daily struggle of like, do I want to build with Legos? <laughs> do I wanna <laughs> do I wanna play my PS5 or do this I wanna is, this is like the conundrums I have when I was like eleven years old and I just yeah. got like a bunch of stuff well, and I'm like, Oh just, my god, what do I want to do? I know, I just happened to get a lot of toys this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very fortunate, I'm not bragging. I'm I'm very fortunate that I was able to get a PS5 for Christmas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, 
what's odd is that the PS5 has been the thing that's kind of fallen by the wayside for Legos. <laughs> really? You're choosing Legos over the PS5? Well, I'm done now. Now I can't. Okay. I built all of them, but mm. PS5's fallen. It's really, it's really insane, honestly. The load times are like... Yeah, I, it's I've literally it's literally just like you click it and then you're just like in within like four seconds. It's literally insane, dude. And I've been playing uh, God of War because that was free oh. for PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good, but it's also really frustrating. Is it like hard or just frustrating? It's hard for me because I'm bad at video games. Um, But it's fun and it's like, I like it a lot so far and i've been playing horizon zero dawn have you heard oh, of that that's good yeah, yeah 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 that's really like i gotta get used to it because it's like really uh not the type of game i'm used to playing like it's just i'm not used to how like i don't know it's all like ranged combat so it's like really hard for me to get used to <laughs> at least where i'm at in the game right now yeah. But it's definitely cool. Um, but yeah. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, everyone. <laughs> welcome to the Lego podcast. We're going to um, talk about Pixar's soul. Yeah, we're going to do it. Um, in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Haven't heard that one before. My my great-grandmother used to say that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, have you felt like this past week or whatever it's been has felt like two weeks uh the last time we because the last time we recorded it felt like over two weeks ago yeah yeah that i do agree it feels like it's been a long time but it also feels like the week was really short like i don't even know what day it is sunday i think it's sunday yeah it was it feels like it was just sunday Would you uh? Would you do for New Year's? You were just at home, I assume, right? Just at home. Um, I had a few people who had like New Year's parties going on, but I was like, no, I feel like you know, COVID <laughs> yeah. still exists. But uh, um, wait, I, don't know. I forgot to. I'm gonna pause recording for a second and tell you something. Yeah, go for it. Oh, all right, welcome back. <laughs> yeah, I, I was an idiot. Tommy already knew. Um, uh, yeah, but besides that, I haven't been doing much. Uh, today I actually went skiing for the first time in like ten years. Where? So, uh, um, well, I can't say the exact place, but like up, upper in. Uh, oh. Okay, state. I think I, I think I know. <laughs> and um, I, I was, I like took a really long time to put my skis on and everything, just because I was scared about everybody looking at me. But no one cared. Um, and I went <laughs> up onto this slope, and I like it wasn't a bunny slope, but it was like, like the stage two starter slope that's yeah. like just a like hill that just goes down and i just turned to this like guy who works there and i was like hey i haven't skied for a long time do you have any tips and he's like he thinks he's so funny he's like oh the double block diamonds that way and i'm like <laughs> um and then i think as i went down this girl literally ate shit not well technically because mm, of me but but it wasn't my fault she like crashed like i was just doing little turns here and there and she was zooming down this like little hill 
mm-hmm. and I like turned and then she was like right there and she tried to dodge me and ended up just like <laughs> flipping. And I think she started crying, but uh, I just kind of zoomed away. Um, you're, you're a bully. You like break people's noses <laughs> and collide into them. <laughs> well, I didn't collide. It was her fault. She, didn't, she should not be going uh, that fast down that like the bunny slope what is, are you, the police yeah i don't know uh, but that's been my day wait that was today that was today oh wait there's not even any snow on the ground um i think they make their own snow like if it's below 32 they can make it uh, i don't know i have no idea how the hell it works but i think that's something like that i've never been skiing it's pretty fun it's a little spooky, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. I want to go. Sometime. You want to go skiing? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. If I get really good, then I can like do the thing that dads do, where they like skate backwards or <laughs> ski backwards down the. And I like. Why did just make dads sure you do don't... it? Yeah, it's literally. If you go to a ski place, you will see this everywhere. Where dads are skiing backwards, <laughs> and they're like holding on to their kids. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure does. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have much going on. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I mean, to my about... internet went out yesterday. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. <laughs> We're really gonna talk about your internet? No, we're not. Okay. I mean, how about I that have... loose cannon as a president? Oh. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Thank God, twenty twenty is over. <laughs> Donald Trump, he's a different kind of evil. You're fired, <laughs> Mr. President. You're fired. I think we've said that joke on the podcast already. I'm sure we have. But yeah. Did you uh see the phone call thing this morning? No. What happened? It was just like a leaked phone call where he was like begging the Georgia, like whoever secretary (laughs) or whatever, and he was like, please overturn. Yeah, overturn the votes. Oh my god. It was actually kind of sad if I didn't like, you know. Hate the guy. Like he, was it? Was he like actually like begging, and he sounded upset, Please. or was he like, or was he like, Georgia, you must overturn the election. I didn't listen that far into it. I just listened to a clip, and I went, and then I kept scrolling. Oh, you know what's crazy? This has this just happened on Twitter, like in the past twelve hours. I don't know. Must have it happened in the past day. But there's this guy. I think he's a podcaster. His name's uh, John Roderick or something. I don't know what he does, but I clicked his profile. He's some kind of podcaster. He got like <laughs> insanely ratioed and now he deleted his account. Oh my God. And the context is that he, um, he sent out this tweet saying that like his nine-year-old daughter uh, walked in on him while he was like doing a jigsaw puzzle and was like, dad, I'm hungry. And his reply was like, okay, go make some baked beans, which is, which is weird. <laughs> Already to, like, tell your kid to make baked make beans. Make baked beans. And this kid brought out the can of baked beans. Yeah, she brought out the can of baked beans. And um, 
she's just like, how the hell do I open it? Which is like a normal question to ask if you're nine years old. If you're a child. And this is, you know, yeah. And he was, his response was like utter shock and disbelief that she didn't understand how cans were opened. So like this whole like 20 something long Twitter thread is just him explaining about how this was a great teaching moment for him and how he was like, he saw this as, you know, my daughter struggled at first not knowing the mechanisms oh. of the can opener. <laughs> and it was like, it's so ridiculous that he got, he got so ratioed. Like there's, um, there's this, uh, you know, the, are you winning son meme? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a picture of the dad, but he was sitting at a table with a jigsaw puzzle and it says, are you winning daughter? And then the daughter <laughs> says, no dad, I'm hungry. Please feed me. <laughs> and he deleted his account because everybody's just like making fun of him. Did you see the, uh, the Keemstar thing? No, that what is really that? Funny. You, do you know who Keemstar is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he, uh, he tweeted this thing that was like, oh, I, I, uh, my computer broke and it's leaking coolant. Like, can someone who's a computer expert oh, tell me yeah, yeah. This what is happened? The, the Connor Z Pants guy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What does yeah. he say? He, uh, he responded, that's how it's supposed to work. It cools everything off. And then Keemstar called him fat and ugly. <laughs> and Connor said, 100 meter dash, winner takes all. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, sent like a Kermit the Frog meme that says, if you hate me, then kill me or shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then Keemstar was like, I had to delete my tweets because my lawyers told me to. You got off lucky this time. And his response was, you are afraid to face me in the 100 meter dash. <laughs> um, I've seen, I know that guy Connor, he's a, he's some kind of streamer and I, he has this really, really funny clip. Um, I think he's playing like Mario Maker. And like the the name of the of the um, Mario Maker level is called like my favorite president, and then he, he like clicks it, and then like while it's loading, he's like, "Oh, I hope it's JFK," and then it's just like a coop, and then like as he gets into the level, he sees a Koopa on a car, and there's a bullet bill going into the Koopa, and he's like, "Oh no, it is JFK." <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, Michelle, <laughs> uh, I also want to like. I'm sorry if I'm like blasting your ears off every time I say the letter B or P, but I don't have a pop filter for my new microphone, and uh, uh I meant to get it from Tommy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was supposed to give him the pop filter. Uh, but that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> anyway, since we're pretty much exhausted every topic we have this week, it seems <laughs> we just go into Seoul. Um. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go into Seoul. Um. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so this movie was um interesting i'm looking at myself in the zoom call it looks like i have like eye bags you see that mm-hmm. yeah because you're fucking ugly true um 
Speaking of ugly, Soul. There's no chance of that. Um, no, it's an okay. Yeah, movie. I was like, where's he gonna go with this? Um, it's. I mean, three and a half. That's pretty good for you, no? Yeah, I don't know. It's in between three and a half and three. Like, I think I look at all the other three and a half movies that I have, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I like all of these more than Soul. And then I look at all the three star movies, and I'm like, I think I like Soul more than all of these. So yeah. it's like in this weird purgatory. Um, but I don't know. It was it was fine. I wasn't like moved by it, but I also didn't think it was bad. I thought it was actually my favorite thing about it was that it was like actually really funny. Um, I think the humor was really good for like today's today's day and age. I don't know if it'll hold up in like 20 years or so, but mm-hmm. I thought it was like really, really funny. And um, I don't know. I don't have like huge. There were a couple like, like Family Guy style cutaway gags. Did you notice that? Like yeah. this one one joke about a sports team. <laughs> it's literally like, I mean, there are a couple. Yeah, of, yeah. Like, I, that was that was the one I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I think that, was, that like, was a very Family Guy. Yeah, right. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not a criticism. It's just like, it reminds me of like Toy Story Four. Did you see that movie? I didn't. I need to no, watch okay, it. Never mind. Never mind, because there's like a similar thing in that movie where it's like a Family Guy style cutaway moment. Hmm. Um, <laughs> fuck. Coronavirus. Ha ha. It's funny because that's the big disease that's been around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I think I, I don't know. Everyone was telling me how it was gonna like blow me away, and it was like Pixar's like masterpiece. Yeah. And, Magna uh, Magna Carta is that the right? No, sure. that's not. It's Magna something. cum laude. Yeah, something like that. Superintendent. <laughs> yeah, and it. it uh, so I guess I think all that hype might have made me be like less big on it because I think the big thing was like it just didn't hit me emotionally. And I feel like even some of the weaker Pixar movies were really able to to do that. Yeah. Like even this year, Onward, which I would say Onward's probably the weaker like movie but I gave it a higher rating because Onward had me tearing up at the end and it was just like, hit me, you know? This movie didn't have that and I know it's not like as like, it's not like a sad ending or anything really, but it wasn't really like anything that made me go crazy in any emotional direction. Yeah, I was honestly like kind of hoping for them to like go into a little bit more about this guy's relationship with jazz. Cause that's what mm-hmm. I was initially like really interested by. Also no spoilers right now. Um, yeah. I was about to go into spoilers. Something. <laughs> but I found that it wasn't as much about jazz and it was more so about like what it means to be a person. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't feel like they really gave a nuanced great take on it. I mean, I mean, it was a fine take. I don't really care, but like by the end, this isn't really a spoiler, but he basically just says like, I'm going to live every day to the fullest. And it was like, cool. Like yeah. <laughs> there are 50 other movies that say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I was a little bit disappointed because I thought like the jazz, like a movie about jazz, that's like an animated movie. I don't know. I thought that was like really, really cool idea. And when they did that, I thought it was, I thought it was done pretty well, but like, you know, I'll say visually this movie was like 
really great. I mean, I think Pixar is just like at a whole different different world, you know? Yeah. Like the way the lighting, especially in this movie, is, is like, damn, bro. That lighting, though, I don't know. That that wasn't meaningful at all. But like the movie's really pretty, is what I'm trying to say. And like mm-hmm. that the cat, the way that looks the entire time, is just like it all looks so good. And especially like the world, like the soul world that they go into. And another thing I'll say is like this movie, like, did you watch the trailers for this or did you just miss it? I think I did. I, I don't I don't think I watched them that much, but I watched them. But the trailers for this movie, like I feel like it painted a much more like generic picture. And there's kind of a plot element that happens halfway through that like made the movie a lot more fun. Um and, and the trailer, like, so I was, I was pleasantly surprised that there was something like that in the movie. That was, it was really fun. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I did enjoy it. Like, I was never like bored or never wanted to turn it off or anything like that. But it was just, you know, Finding Nemo and Incredibles, like those have moments yeah. where you're just like so excited or so like emotional or sad or. It or, doesn't light a candle, hellos. Mm-hmm. unfortunately yeah and i mean obviously it's gonna be different for everyone that's why like i don't know i would have liked to see them do a little bit more with like jazz because like with each of the like the iconic pixar movies they take like a singular topic or theme and they make it accessible to everybody mm-hmm. so like you know toy story it's toys incredible superheroes um nemo fish and you know you keep right. on going but with this movie, like what I don't really know what the the theme of this movie well, was. I assume it's soul and I, I like guess. personality. But I think you know it's kind of a lame theme. It also seems like it would be like music. At least at the beginning, it seemed like it would be. But yeah, I don't know. If, that's what I thought it would be, but yeah, it wasn't. Um, but Coco was kind of also similar. Did you see Coco? I didn't. I heard that was good, though. Yeah, and that was kind of one that had, like, a bigger theme about, like, death. And, like, yeah, death, I guess, is the big one. But also, like, had music mm-hmm. as a consistent theme throughout. Um, So that's one that kind of juggled multiple big topics like that, like you are saying. But, uh, yeah, I do feel like for this one, like, it was, like, a little bit, kind of like i don't really know what the message was because like the message i ended up getting was like exactly like you said like oh live every day to the fullest and i was like yeah i know (laughs) like every every disney oh my god sorry i just smoked like eight packs of six oh shit that's a joke um but uh i i walked away from from this uh kind of like yeah i know it's that's every Disney Channel movie I've ever seen or, or Pixar movie. Or yeah, they try to treat depression by saying, "Hey guys, it's okay. Just live yeah. each day to the to the fullest." And it's like, hey, All right. how about this anxiety? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't think it's like that. Like, I do think this has some meaningful. Yeah, it ideas it's and, it's not a hor- like on. it's not like I said it's not like a horrible take on like I don't know being lost or confused in your life. But it's also not 
an original take. It's just like kind of the standard, which isn't yeah. a bad take, but it's just like, you know, nice job. You didn't really say anything new. Yeah. And I do feel like of the modern Pixar movies, like I, I people were saying like, oh, this is Pixar's like real return to form. Like I feel like Inside Out and Coco were much felt much more like traditional Pixar movies in the like really emotional parts. And I've seen some people say that Magnum like, Opus, that's what I was thinking of. Vague. <laughs> Magnum I'm sorry, this was this is so much later. This is like five minutes later. <laughs> Isn't Magna Carta like a social studies thing? Like a, I have no idea what the hell Magna Carta is, but it's <laughs> Magnum Opus is anyways, say what you're saying. Um and of course everyone's gonna be emotionally impacted differently, you know? Um, but for me personally, it just didn't quite strike that chord. Fun movie. Definitely one that I wouldn't hate watching again. Um, yeah, but I would much rather watch like Finding Nemo. Tommy, that's every or, goddamn uh, movie sorry, we talk I mean, about. I sorry, I'd much rather watch <laughs> The Incredibles or Toy Story. <laughs> every like literally every week, you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's no Nemo, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably true. Uh. Uh, spoilers. He dies. Uh, he fucking he, dies. You've, that's another Tommy trend in every episode. <laughs> Even when they don't die, just say he dies. Um, but no, in this one, he dies in like the first like five, ten minutes. Fifteen minutes, yeah. He literally like avoids death six mandate. times and then just... Yeah, that was a weird thing because when that happened, I don't know if... Like when that happened at first, I was just like, wait... Did he just die? Mm-hmm. And like, because I was watching with my family, we were just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but uh, yeah, he like literally died. And yeah. then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the kind of, uh, so yeah, he goes into, uh, we haven't really talked about the movie that much, but excuse me. He goes into the soul world and he meets like the soul who's been there for like, hundreds of years right because she met like abraham lincoln and like he he meets tina fey yeah yeah and uh yeah she's been there like forever and no one can get her to want to go to the land of the living and stuff and yeah so the idea behind it is basically that like your soul is like manufactured before you're born and you it's like you get certain traits here from this thing and that thing and there are mentors that help lead you to discover like what goes into making your soul. But then the final ingredient you need is a spark. And mm-hmm. I believe like, so the way they describe it, I think is that your spark can come from any one task, but it doesn't necessarily relate to yeah. that. Task. It doesn't mean that's it forever. Yeah. So like if I, if you fall in love with music, then that's how you get your spark. But that doesn't mean your spark is music. It's just meaning that you have discovered that's like, what like oh, what it means to, to, live. to live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was a cool explanation because, you know, for the first part of the movie, I was like, it's kind of weird to be like, oh, yep, just your music and your art and you're this. And I liked that it was just like, it was a deeper explanation than. Yeah, I feel like it's really easy to like put like saying, you know, well, I think a lot of people, what a lot of people like to do is like put things in categories and be like, yeah, you're the music person and you're the cooker and you're the, I don't know. 
and uh, this was cool that they like didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, like uh, the the soul that uh, Joe, the main guy, I don't think we said his name yet. He he like falls out of like the gateway to heaven and becomes a mentor, and then he finds this person called Twenty Two. He's not supposed to be there. Yeah, and like the other ones are hunting him down and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like Terry. I thought Terry was kind of a funny character. I also like Terry. There were some, yeah, there were some pretty funny moments with Terry. Uh, but yeah, basically, Twenty Two can't get the spark, and uh, Joe has to help her, help her, help Twenty Two out. Mm-hmm. And then, which is what I was like talking about, like the movie. Um, kind of goes away i didn't expect it to because i figured as i'm watching that part i was like okay we're gonna spend like the entire movie in like the soul world running from these people and you know doing whatever but then they actually go back into the land of the living and 22 ends up in joe's body that's in the hospital and he ends up in a cat yeah that felt like a little bit of um when that happened it, it was it felt a little bit like um like a low budget comedy movie <laughs> Like just the premise of that, like I liked it though. I Joe, Joe and Twenty Two come back <laughs> from Earth, and Joe is a cat. And <laughs> Are like, you kidding me, right, meow? <laughs> yeah, <And> that's, <laughs> that's that's kind of how I felt. But I mean, my day was going perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever? Uh, side note: Have you ever seen the trailer for this show called um, Puchinski? No, I'll have to send it to you. It's this. I don't know if it's real, but I I I hope that it is. It's this dog, or sorry, it's this guy who's a cop, and he turns into a dog, and it's his. I still ask him something something Insky, so that the show is called Puchinski. Puchinski. And there's Isn't that just one, the Shaggy dog, something like that. I don't know, but he um he like there's this one scene where. Someone yells at him, you're a dog. And then he goes, I'm a cop. <laughs> He's like in the dog's body. It's really funny. Hold on. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, 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 I thought that part of them, like in the land of the living, like she's kind of, uh, Tommy's not listening. But I'm going to keep talking. So... <laughs> We're here. I don't feel like editing this out, so I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep on keeping on. Already. Okay, Tommy's back. Uh, oh wait, I put my thing on you. I just realized you could still hear me. No, I couldn't. Oh, six, six, six. Um. So, but I like this part of the movie because it added something new to the to the premise that was pretty simple. And uh, the, the kitten part, the cat. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was fun. There was some cute like physical comedy things and i liked the idea of like 22 discovering all the things and like sitting in the barber shop chair and like talking with that the was guy one of my favorite and, scenes i really yeah. like that um that barbershop scene and then making joe realize that like <laughs> all he ever talks about is music or, or jazz i yeah. guess but um and I, that's what that's what i mean when i said the movie was like it really felt like it was building to some like profound realization and you know, to some extent it was, but like you have these like really nice scenes where like 
he like takes 22's hand and they jump into the land of the living together after she gets her spark. And he's kind of decided that he's just going to let himself die. Um, and then they decide, you know, to put him back in the body, of course. But um, I felt like, you know, there was like that moment and, you know, a couple more like emotional moments of like Joe reflecting. And then he goes back into his body and he walks out and he's like, every day I will be living. And the movie ends. And I was like, that was felt really abrupt to me, like the ending. Did you feel like that? Yeah, at all? It, it, like a lot happened, but also, yeah, 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 like just like a lot happened the last like 10 minutes. Like he went from like 22 hating him. He just he just got done with the performance of his life, killed it. Then he became completely depressed. And then he went home, looked at a bunch of stuff, transformed back into the soul, found 22. They jumped to Earth together. 22 was mm-hmm. born as a newborn baby. Then Joe accepts that he's about to die, but then he gets another chance at life. And then it ends. And then he's just like, I'm happy now. And then it just ends. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. Another scene I liked the um the scene where he like where I guess twenty two talks to his mom in his body and he like says like oh say everything I'm gonna say to my mom mm-hmm. and then it does that thing where it like switches from Tina Fey voice acting to Jamie Foxx. I thought that was cool. And that was a I like the confrontation between him and his mom. It was it was sweet. Yeah, I thought that was actually a pretty good scene. Um yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean the movie as a whole, like it's a really nice, sweet, fun movie. I don't it know just why didn't... it came out on Christmas. That's one of my things. Well, I think it was supposed to come out in like June or something, but it got pushed. Or... Oh, okay. Or whatever. But uh, um, and I think yeah, it's perfect, fun, enjoyable. I just like I don't know. It did not to me like this has a 4.2 on letterbox which is like up there with like yeah yeah, it's up there with like all the top tier pixar movies and like stuff it's ranked higher than i'm not gonna say it nemo yeah uh and uh yeah i guess i i don't know it's just one of those one where i don't really get it i mean i liked it uh we forgot to say but you know (laughs) i would say chad um yeah it's a chad but uh you know it was definitely enjoyable uh i just i don't know i just felt like it was missing something like it just just kind of ended and i was like oh okay like yeah it tasted it, it was like i don't know if you go to a restaurant and you order a sandwich and you're really excited about the sandwich but then you realize just tastes fine you know (laughs) i don't know it was a pretty good sandwich but nothing crazy yeah um but yeah i mean that's real i don't really have anything else to say on it now i I, it's kind of now thinking about there wasn't like too much to talk about um i mean i guess there is but like how much that i want to talk about it was just it was just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
what have you been watching, Tommy? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I watched a lot this um, week, actually. Did you? I. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I watched Hunt for the Wilder People. You did. And that was cool. Um, it's like a, it's kind of like a comedy, but also like a. It's a nice story, and the person that plays Terry, in. Uh, Soul, is she plays the like a child protective services person, in yeah. the, in Hunt of the Wilder People. And she's like the main antagonist. She's also in uh, Thor Ragnarok. I think she might be like a, like a Taika Waititi thing. Yeah, that's she, what I was thinking. You know how like some directors have actors that are in like all their movies. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan Johnson. I realized today I watched Brick, um, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. And apparently he's in every Ryan Johnson movie, including The Last Jedi. And I didn't know. Yeah, I, I was. I literally also just found that out. He's in Last Jedi, and I'm like. Where was he in Last Jedi? He was. Like, he's a pretty big actor. Like he park. He's in an alien like prosthetic thing, and like you know when they park on the beach, and that guy is like, that ship needs to get ticketed or whatever. That's him. He's just like a big alien or whatever. Um. Yeah. What? Uh. What else? That's it. That's it. And is all. It is, but I'm going to watch some other movies. I'm going to try to, I have a HBO Max subscription that's going to die in like 10 days. So I'm going to try to watch like eight movies before that ends. Mm-hmm. I watched Reservoir Dogs. And that oh, is yeah. the second Tarantino movie that I've actually enjoyed. So there you go. Still like... I don't know. Maybe this is getting too political on this podcast, but uh, I don't know. His like, he just uses the N word wherever he fucking feels like it, and it's it, really it, off-putting sometimes. Like, uh, I don't know. Like sometimes it's like, okay, whatever. That like, I, I don't know. I'm not one to judge the artistic choice of directors, but also it it, it feels like like it's what you said. It's all the time and in every movie to the point where it's like what the hell's like what's this guy's yeah. deal like why does also he apparently like leonardo dicaprio was like really uncomfortable saying it and tarantino like forced him to so Ew. and it's always white dudes saying it in reservoir dogs which is why i don't feel bad criticizing it because uh there's no historical element to it <laughs> it's just really off-putting but other than that it was a really enjoyable movie i thought um and then I rewatched Wonder Woman 1984. Two times um, one week. Yep. Um, so I bumped my rating up to 3.5. And let me clear something up. This is at like 3.25. It's like, I don't know. I enjoyed, I definitely enjoyed it more this time but I still stick by last week when I said bad. Um, It's just that I personally was able to be like, kind of roll with some of the things I really didn't like the first time and be like, yeah, it's okay. And I had, I definitely had more fun watching it, but man, I sure do wish it was better. (laughs) Uh, And I wrote a whole book about 
Oh, yeah, I, I read that that review. Um, on his letterbox review, he he wrote a small novel <laughs> about <laughs> about uh, Wonder Woman eighty four, and yeah, I think I had like what like three lines. Oh no, I actually had a little bit. I had a little bit to write. Oh yeah, I, I oh yeah, I wrote a shit ton. <laughs> but basically, it was just me saying this movie is really flawed, and with a lot of a couple of changes, it'd be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Anyway. My friend who um who also has letterbox, I I read his review and it was really funny. I think it it was like it feels like the whole time Pedro Pascal is doing an impression of Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really funny. Uh and then I watched a documentary, Class Action Park, on HBO Max. Mm-hmm technically a 2020 movie so that beefed up that statistic and uh how many 2020 movies do you have 21 Ooh, i think i'm probably in the teens yeah um and so it's a documentary about um a water park called action park now called mountain creek and i've been to it a few times it was like a big thing with me and my dad I've burped like six times on this podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, but so I wanted to like see some of like the history because some of it I knew. And uh, it just like, it like, it was really interesting. Like everything in the document documentary is really interesting. Cause it's basically how this guy like went all around red tape and stuff and like set up a legal insurance company. So he could operate this amusement park that was like deadly as fuck. Um, and like all the rides were like, literally maiming and killing people um obviously it's different now but like (laughs) it's just like there was some serious a lot of people died at this eight people died wow and uh yeah because it had it was literally like crazy like some of those like there was like this ride that was like not bumper boats but they were like racing boats like go-karts but boats in a big river and some girl like got her hair like caught in the propeller or something and like pulled underwater and drowned and then like the ride was like back up and running like the next day (laughs) like insane shit and like people would like my dad told me like the there used to be this alpine slide there that was a tube made out of fiberglass that you would literally bring like a big skateboard down with like a brake on it but almost all of them the brakes were broken on and you would just fly off the track or you'd like slam into the track. And since it was fiberglass, it would just like shave your skin down. Like oh leave you with these massive, like massive. I'm going to have to check that shit. out. That's insane. I, I'm wondering like how the fuck that works legally. It's, it's cur- He literally was like, he set up like a whole insurance company in another country. And it's like, it's all so illegal. Um, but my biggest criticism was it from it was like the people in it, they go from like one second being like there was so much death and destruction in action park like it was irresponsible on the part of the owner and yada yada and then like the next second they're like but action park made us men and unlike the kids of today we actually went outside and it's like oh, oh my come god on, like can't you they just had to ruin it with that i know it's just like heavy boomer energy it was like you gotta you had to ruin it <laughs> with that at the end. Like, there's literally a part where it's like a grieving woman grieving over her son that she lost at Action Park. <laughs> and then it cuts to a guy being like, sometimes you just get hurt. 
what can you do with me this man and it was like <laughs> she's literally like standing over her son's tombstone it was just weird like just admit that the founder was a complete fucking psychopath it's fine the guy's not alive like <laughs> he was absolutely insane uh then i watched trial of chicago seven. Oh, you did i did how do you like that i enjoyed it i enjoyed nice. it quite what did you a bit. give it rating was it three and a half four stars oh cool yeah um i wanted to jump through the screen and beat the shit out of the judge (laughs) oh my god don't get me started that show is such (laughs) a asshole apparently then then, like did you read at the end like um apparently lawyers on like both sides or i don't know 78 percent of them yeah they were like like, this guy is unqualified (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was insane um uh, then I watched How to Train Your Dragon 2, which I've been begging my girlfriend to watch with me for like two years because we watched the first one and never watched the second one. And I love that movie. Uh, it's, that's all. Nothing new. And then I watched Brick today, uh, Ryan Johnson's like first movie. Oh, cool. And uh, didn't like it. Not not very good, <laughs> in my opinion. Was not Did not do anything for me. Really boring. And really, everyone just talked like old-timey detectives, but they were all high school students. And I was like, this just, I, this is not for me. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I've been watching, and then, you know, I've been watching some Clone Wars here and there. And started re- some reading. Some season three? <laughs> no. Nah. I got a good chunk done, though. I'm I'm okay. still keeping to my goal of trying to get it off before I go back to to school, but uh, um, and then I started reading Percy Jackson. So, I've actually been consuming a lot of media, Tommy. I've been reading too. Want to know what I've been reading? Mm. <laughs> it's called, um, an introduction to basic finance. Oh my fucking god! Why? I have a class, and I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of want to study now so I'm not behind. You know when you you kind of feel like that, where you're just, like, feeling behind, even though nothing has started yet? That's mm-hmm. just where I'm at. I, uh, yeah, I'm not ready to do schoolwork again. Yeah, we have, like, a month, though. Yep. Uh oh! I just got an email from Letterbox telling me that a film in my watch list is now on Netflix. Oh really? What is it? The Departed. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, yep. So uh, that's pretty much all I got uh this week. Yeah, hey, Tommy. Uh, that's it. Mm. Maybe a bit of a shorter boy. This is probably on or the girl. Side. Yeah, or, I mean, or yeah, whatever. Or non-binary. Non-binary. That's chill. Um, or podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Could be what it's called. Um, but yeah, uh, soul is okay. That's verdict. Yeah. Uh, so follow us on Twitter and and the boxed and all that. And, yeah. Uh, tune in next week when we're gonna do something crazy. Um, quick, Tommy, what movie? <laughs> what movie should we do? That's crazy. Uh, uh, 
Yep, we're going to be doing that. So uh, (laughs) thanks for tuning in, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next time.